What's up, Jammies? You know we love football and we love our sponsor, Barefoot Wine. You know, wine and football aren't that different. Sure, they can be complex, but enjoying them should be easy. And both are easier to enjoy with friends. Cheers. What's up, Jammies? Welcome back to another episode of Ricky's Ram Jam presented by Barefoot Wine. The Rams lost a close one to the Steelers in Week 7, concluding a three-game homestand at SoFi. Puka continues to impress in his rookie season, and it was so nice to see Daryl Henderson back in a Rams uniform and back in the end zone. And even though the Rams fell short on Sunday, Coach McVay remains confident in this group. I love working with this group. Um, I'm more encouraged now than I was at the very beginning of the season. And, you know, I'm an optimistic guy, but I see enough good stuff that I know a lot of the stuff that went down today, we've done it at a better level. It's just how do we figure out a way to be able to reach our guys? How do we make better decisions in these critical moments? And how do we be able to play off of one another? And that's all you can do. And that's all I know how to do. The Rams travel to Dallas this upcoming weekend. The Cowboys are coming off a bye week, so they've had an extra week to prepare. Joining me today to talk about the upcoming game is NFL Network's Marcus Grant, and I'm excited to see my friend. But first, I want to tell a quick story that happened to me at SoFi Stadium this past weekend. So I get into the elevator, and I'm, I'm heading down to the first floor to where there's field access to go do the pregame show. And one of the elevator attendants um, is is normally in this specific elevator that I take. And, you know, people are getting on and off, and I was just kind of sitting there, and I had my, my note card. And, and he said to me, he said, Erica, you look really deep in thought today. And it kind of caught me off guard because I just, I wasn't really paying attention. And I said, you know, I'm just feeling a little antsy and I'm trying to get my lines down before I do my pregame head. And I just, I just got a lot of my mind. And he kind of looked at me and he said, you know, just take a deep breath. And sometimes the hardest things in life, you can just breathe through and they're not that bad. And it was like such a touching, special moment in the elevator, like going down to the field. Um, and it was just some, someone nice that's just the elevator attendant who's there on Sundays for SoFi. There's, we have so many great workers there and, and it was so nice to just like have that moment of connection in the elevator. And I got off the elevator and, and I just kind of took a deep breath and, and he's like, you got this. And it was just like this feeling of, it was just really special and I wanted to share. And so Jamie's, if, if there's one thing you can take away from today's episode is if things are tough, or there's things going on in life, work, professional, love, family, you know, sports, anything. Sometimes we just have to take a deep breath and breathe through it. And it's not as bad as we seem. So I really love that story. And I hope you did too. But all right. He's a fantasy guy for NFL media, a podcast host. And as he puts it, a part-time talker for ESPN Los Angeles. Let's fill up our barefoot glasses for Marcus Grant. Marcus, I am sponsored by Barefoot Wine clearly so when i say i fill up our barefoot glass like i i know you enjoy your wine from time to time absolutely nothing like sitting down with a glass of wine i mean for me sitting down and watching maybe a marvel movie or uh you know like i guess when i'm sitting down actually pouring over fantasy stats too and just nerding out over that sort of thing right there's never a bad time for wine so super excited to be having you today um why do we as a society love fantasy football so much like can you answer that for me <laughs> uh you know what it's funny because uh there was a quote and i'm gonna butcher this quote but it's like you know the average person thinks that they can do three things better than the next person and it's you know build a fire run a hotel uh, and at the time the quote was manage a baseball team but i think you can just sort of expand that to uh, running any sort of sports franchise because you know we sit and we watch games 
times and you know we get upset and we're like why did you do that that's not what i would have done i would have done it right and so i think you know for for us playing fantasy football is that opportunity to prove that we are smarter than our friends and family when it comes to you know running owning managing uh a sports franchise even if we are pretty much just living and dying with the, the guys out there on the field yeah my toxic trait is thinking that i probably could start a fire if i was like out in the woods which is like <laughs> clearly wrong like there's just no chance that that i could but i feel like i could so so that's great marcus you tweeted this weekend remember when people were worried that puka nakua was going to vanish when cooper cup came back me neither Tell us why there is never a reason not to have Puka in your lineup. Because, I mean, look, aside from the fact that he's just fun to watch and the name is incredibly fun to say, Puka Nakua, it's just fun. Yeah. Um, from day one that he stepped on the field, he has been a focal point of this Rams offense. And I think if we had been paying attention, uh, and look, I credit, there are a few people out there who, who are better scouts than I who were on Puka Nakua, but for the most part, most of us didn't know his name before week one of the season, but if we were listening, Sean McVay was talking about how they expect that he's going to be an integral part of this offense. And I think we sort of blew it off because we're like, well, we're just holding we're just holding time until Cooper Cup comes back. But really, since week one, Matthew Stafford has trusted Puka Nakua and he has rewarded that trust by going out, continually getting open, continually making plays uh, and really moving things along. And so now that Cooper Cup is back. It's a one-two punch that we haven't seen for a couple of years. I mean, everybody keeps making the comparison that it's sort of like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. And maybe it's fitting uh, that Puka is out there rocking Bobby Trees' old number 17 because yep. it does sort of feel like that. So uh, it's been amazing. Uh, I would say that right now he is on the inside track to probably offensive rookie of the year, certainly waiver wire pickup of the year in fantasy circles. But you you can't help but love what you've seen from Puka Nakua for the first, what, seven weeks of the season. Yeah, absolutely. And so aside from Puka or Cooper Cup, are there any other must-starts on the Rams in fantasy this weekend against Dallas? So we're, we're heading to, to Dallas to face the Cowboys in this specific matchup. I mean, I think you can get away with starting Daryl Henderson. Like, you know, look, let's be honest. This is a tough matchup. You know, the Cowboys have a very good defense, so there's no denying that. But what we saw from Daryl Henderson, who two weeks ago was, you know, sitting on his couch watching football like the rest of us. Then last week, he jumps back in and immediately leads that Rams backfield in opportunities and in rushing yards. It's a guy who comes in. He has familiarity, obviously, with the head coach and with the offense, and it showed. And I think this week, now he's a little bit more in game shape. We saw Royce Freeman work in a little bit last week, but what McVay has shown us so far this season is that he wants to sort of lean on one running back. It's why we also love Kyron Williams when he's healthy and out there on the field. So with Henderson's track record with this offense and the fact that McVay feels a little bit more comfortable and hopefully he's a little closer to game shape, I believe we're going to see a lot more Daryl Henderson coming up this weekend, keeping in mind that, yes, the Cowboys defense is very good against the run, but for anybody who needs some running back help, which uh, across fantasy land is probably most of us, Daryl Henderson's a guy that you should consider putting in your lineup. Yeah, absolutely. That touchdown was great. You're always good for a 2-2 touchdown, which which is fun to see, um, which I love. So you just talked about this this Dallas defense. You know, there was a great balance on offense last week with, with the Rams. It was 31 runs, 29 passes. How important will that be? And you just talked about it to leave Dallas with a win on Sunday to keep that balance of of the run in the pass game. 
I mean, I think you do. And I, but I think when you talk about putting balance together in an offense, it has to sort of be something that naturally comes along in the flow of the game. Uh, it, it can't be something that you're forcing. If the Cowboys are, are making it so you can run the ball effectively. And if Daryl Henderson is ripping off big runs all game long, I don't think you try to force the football through the air. Like, yes, you do have to get your playmakers involved, right? Get, get the ball to Cooper, get the ball to Puka, um, you know, spread it around a two, two if you need to, but I don't think you force the issue and the same the other way, right? If you find that, that Stafford and his receivers are really clicking well and really moving the football, I don't think you go and try to force a, a running game situation if you don't have to. So I know coaches like to be balanced, but I think it's being balanced sort of naturally within the flow of the game. You kind of take what the Dallas Cowboys defense is going to give you. You know they're going to be aggressive. They're going to get after the quarterback. Micah Parsons is a monster, which uh, I guess is fitting. Here we are in spooky season in late October. He's an absolute monster. <laughs> That's something to sort of keep an eye on. So that does mean that, that Stafford's going to have to get the ball out quickly to get the ball to his pass catchers. But maybe every now and then you throw a dump off to Daryl Henderson, something to slow that pass rush down, try to pick up some quick yards on screen plays. So balance is important, but I don't think you have to force it in order to get there. The O-line has been playing really, really great for the Rams, keeping Stafford clean. They faced TJ Watt last weekend, and that was great practice for Micah Parsons, like to get practice for that defense. <laughs> Yeah, no, it absolutely was. I mean, Parsons is the guy that that is impossible to deal with. He was my pick before the season for defensive player of the year. And look, I mean, TJ Watt's been playing well. Uh, Miles Garrett has been an absolute homewrecker in Cleveland. But Micah Parsons still very much in that conversation. So look, sort of like when teams have to figure out what to do with Aaron Donald, the Rams are going to have to figure out what to do with Micah Parsons. And so some of it might be just trying to get the ball out quick. Don't hold it too long and let him get after the quarterback because once Parsons gets going, I mean, it really is like a boulder going downhill. It gets really hard to stop him after a while. I want to talk Rams defense a little bit. Byron Young was the first defensive rookie to take home rookie of the week honors this year. Are you surprised at how quickly he has made himself known? A little bit, yeah. I mean, I think we didn't really quite know what to make of this Rams defense, right? I mean, they, they, they move on from Jalen Ramsey, so you've got a bunch of kind of fresh faces in that secondary. What has definitely helped is Aaron Donald being healthy and reminding us of how good he can be in the center of that defensive line. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think they have taken a big step forward where last year they you were dealing with injuries. It, it was just kind of a struggle for them. So I think there's still room to grow for this defense, but we're seeing some guys make plays. You mentioned Young uh, having a good week last week. So there's still opportunities for this defense to get better. And I think there's an opportunity here because the Cowboys, for all their stars and all their playmakers, their offense has not really gotten in gear. I mean, Dak Prescott's not having a great season. I know there were some frustrations trying to get the ball to C.D. Lamb. Tony Pollard has kind of been up and down. So here's a chance for this Rams defense to continue to improve and maybe take advantage of an offense that hasn't quite found its way. Marcus, you said up top that you're really into Marvel, um, and I know that about you, but maybe jammies don't. So if, if you were going to assign Marvel characters to Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, and Matthew Stafford, who would you pick and why? Well, uh, Aaron Donald is easy because he would be the Incredible Hulk. I mean, he is uh, a massive human being, and you wouldn't like him when he was angry. Uh, Matthew Stafford is probably got to be Captain America, right? Because, I mean, mm -hmm. here he is. He's sort of the leader of this whole group. Uh, you know, he's the one. He's maybe not necessarily the strongest, but he uh, he's certainly incredibly strong and, and helps sort of direct everything in, in, the, in the place it needs to go. Uh, Cooper Cup might be a little bit of a, a tougher one. Maybe Thor? 
uh, especially when he had kind of the longer hair, the kind of th- <laughs> Thor and the beard. Maybe maybe Thor would have been a, a good option for him. Um, so that's, that's what I'll settle on. I'll, I'll settle on on Thor uh, as like as that. Cooper Cup with his uh, his mighty hammer and everything there too. Yeah. No, I, I think I would do that too. I, I was trying to think. Yeah, Cooper Cup was probably probably the hard hard one um, <laughs> for me. But I think it I think it would be Thor because when he does lay down that hammer, I mean it's it's unstoppable, really. Uh, time now for for the Ram Jam, where I ask my guests the same three questions, rapid fire style. So, Marcus, if you were going to have your last meal on Earth, what would it be? Ooh, my last meal on Earth would probably be wow. This is a really good question. Uh, it would be a steak. Uh, okay. medium with a baked potato and a, mm. uh, a chocolate porter, uh, beer to, to, to go with it. Yes. Maybe, Ooh, a, maybe, a, uh, maybe a house salad with blue cheese. You would do, you would get a green in, even if it's your last, last night. Well, it's because I want the blue cheese. It's more about, it's just a vessel to get the blue cheese into my system more than anything. That's what I feel like with chips and guac. Like the chips are just edible spoons for me to shovel <laughs> yes, in, right. you know, the guac and, and salsa into, into my mouth. If you could live in an amusement park, a shopping center or other fun place, where would you choose and why? Uh, I would live like in a baseball stadium. Um, because, uh, right. Because you get the concession stand. So you get all the stadium food that you can eat. Uh, you know, you get the chance to go out and play on the grass. You can get some exercise in, right. You get some cardio running around and that sort of thing. Uh, and then ideally, depending on where you live, you have like, you know, it's like a history lesson, like a museum and that sort of thing. So you get, uh, you get food, you get culture, you get exercise all in one place. I love that. I love that. And lastly, what would a collage of your life include? Ooh, uh, it would probably include my, uh, well, I got to get it right here. One of my little Spider-Man uh, Funko Pops. Nice. Uh, but it would definitely include pictures of my wife and kid, uh, my four-year-old son, who is absolutely amazing. Um, so that would be a lot of it. And then, uh, you know, I, I've become recently, uh, thanks to my wife, a sneakerhead. So probably be some pictures mm. of shoes in there somewhere, too. Okay. I love that. I love that. Fantasy football, not on the collage. You heard it here first. That's crazy. <laughs> it is what I do. It is not who I am. Got you. Got you. I love that. But yeah, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I'm really looking forward to this matchup Rams versus Dallas. So make sure you're checking that out on Sunday and make sure you're following Marcus Grant wherever you get. You can get his podcast. You're you're doing NFL fantasy live. I mean, Marcus, you are everywhere. So Jamie's make sure that you are following Marcus on all socials. Yeah, appreciate it, Ricky. Ricky, uh, I enjoyed being here. Looking forward to the game this week. Should be a lot of fun. Awesome. Thanks, Marcus. That does it this week for Ricky's Ram Jam. Let's ram it. <laughs>